Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. On today's episode, we'll dive deep into fantasy football with guests Patrick Moffitt and Robert Berg. They'll talk strategy for the 2017 fantasy football draft. We've also added an additional Littles League this year, so they'll break down how that works. And because it wouldn't be a Speaking of Tangents podcast without a lot of nonsense, we'll take plenty of tangents both inside and outside the NFL. Finally, we'll wrap it up with an epic rant from Rob as he rips into Neil Greenberg's fantasy football draft picks. Also, I have a cold, if you couldn't tell. So I'm going to stop talking now, and as the music plays, get ready. Get hyped, because it's time to talk about fantasy football and stuff. Let's talk about Fantasy FB. Let's talk about a Littles League. Let's talk about all the good teams and the bad beats from last week. Let's talk about specs. Let's talk about stats. Let's talk about flex. Let's talk about fantasy football. Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents Fantasy Football Deep Dive Spectacular Preview for the... Is this 2017? That's correct. Yes. 2017 season. Here with us today is our expert fantasy football picker, strategy man, whatever you want to call him, deep diver, picker. Mr. Robert Burr. That was bad. The, the, I'm not saying you should edit it out, but just don't start with expert. <laughs> the, okay. don't, don't use it as the, the pre-qualifier. Sure. It has to sort of be in the... How's it going, um, people of the fake football team? It's good. Not, not you. Where I'm, that was me talking to like Jen Babs and John Miller and you know people out in the ether. You know they're they're not going to respond to you, right? <laughs> yeah, they actually, will. Actually, some of them might actually they respond absolutely and talk will. out loud. Yes, Those are shout yeah, outs. You, you have to address it out loud. Well, I can't. To them. I to, can't like, list all. I mean, how many people are downloading these days? I can't. There's hundreds of people now. I can't. Yes. Yeah. And we're off the rails already. <laughs> Hi, Patrick. Hey, before we even get through the introductions. <laughs> Also with us today is the commissioner of the Littles Raju Reject League, Mr. Patrick Moffat. Evening, friends. Hi. <laughs> oh, come oh, on, enough. Jim Nance. You went there all you Jim go. Nance That's on how us? you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> that sounds like Hi, a Patrick. shot at me. And of course, you know, and of course, KJ's here. Hi, everybody. Howdy. Howdy. So we're going to talk about fantasy football, regular football, uh, you know, just football in general today. Um, give some expert opinions and some awful nonsense opinions coming out of me, of course. Um, but I did want to ask one question to start before we get into the descriptions of the new leagues. Um, since we're talking about football, I'm wondering, having fallen short two years in a row, uh, Rob, and this is mainly directed to you and Patrick, uh, most recently they finished seven points behind Chelsea. Uh, even though they have a side capable of holding their own, Pocatino hasn't really made any big signings this year. And then Walker's, they sold him to City. And, you know, they're playing a season of home games at Wembley. Um, what do you make of Tottenham's chances this year? I mean, can the Spurs make that final step? Patrick, are you going first or is this me? No, go ahead if you'd like to. But I have, I have an answer to that question. So um, Man U has started off really strong. And as mm-hmm. much as I hate Marino. Um, I mean, I, I hate him. I hate him more than any other player. He is the Bill Belichick 
of the EPL. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I think they're going to have a good season. My side, Liverpool, I think they have a chance to actually win the league. So I'm going to put them ahead of Tottenham oh. also. City is always tough. Um, Liverpool does well against them, but those bastards, I and mean, they, have, they have cash too. The, the problem yes. with Tottenham is they've got Kane, but they just don't have the kind of money to spend. And so they need to optimize their lineups. Um, I do not yeah. expect them to finish in the top four. Okay. Uh, Patrick, what do you think about that? Uh, well, I'm actually intrigued because I didn't know Robert was a Liverpool fan because that's who I'm a fan of as well. Um, oh, I, I, wow. oh, Patrick, yeah. you I, will uh, never we're building walk bridges alone, my here friend. on the Speaking of Tangents. Well, they're podcast. owned by the Red Sox, so it, it all ties together. But uh, that does Red make Sox, sense. Yeah, Fenway um, Group. I agree on. I actually think Man City though is not going to finish in the top four, which is oh. kind of against um, what everybody else is thinking. I actually think Tottenham is going to finish in the top four. Chelsea is going to be somewhere in the middle. And now I'm actually forgetting the question. The middle of the table? I actually think so. Yeah. I, I think, I huh. think oh, they're, yeah. I, I do. I think they're going to drop. Well, maybe not in the middle of the table, but I think they'll drop outside of the top five or six. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot the question too, so it's okay. And I asked. Now, it. Patrick, mm-hmm. what do you think of the signing today of uh, Nabi Kieta? I didn't see this. This happened today. They signed him. They signed him for next year. So they they pay they triggered the release clause for next season, um, and they paid a, a seven million dollar premium. So they paid the forty eight plus seven, and he will be on the squad next year. So if Coutinho goes, he can take over in midfield. Well, that's actually what I was just okay. So good. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that they have some sort of backup for Coutinho because I'm not happy about that whole situation. But I don't um, think. Well, I don't think he's going to go anywhere this year. I think it's going to be like when Suarez left. Um, his last season, he didn't want to stay either. He wanted to go right, to Barcelona. Right. Yeah, but he right. ended up staying. And I think Gerard like talked to him and said, "Look, have a great season. You know, contend for Player of the Year. Maybe we can make a Champions League run. Maybe we can make a run at the title." And all of that did happen. And then after that, you'll be a hero. And go to La Liga, and you'll be good. People here will love you forever, and which is what basically is what happened. Why Coutinho's pushing? I mean, why does he I, think it drives me crazy? Because I, that this a is, Champions you know, they were League fine. side is going to like let him go at the end of August. That's insane. It's crazy, and and it's finally when the team started really seeming to be playing exactly the way you want them to play. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's infuriating. I, I, I yeah, I don't know. And I, I love the fact it. that speaking we started of, off this well, podcast talking about EPL for the first five minutes. Yes. Awesome. Well, speaking of, well, speaking of signings, what do you think about Liverpool signing Salah to the record 44 million pounds? I mean, what? Well, it was a record. Were you listening to, to what them? I just said? Because they just paid 55. So oh, it's no okay. longer so this is this is new. Salah is. Did you see the did you see the match on Sunday, Jason? No, I did you not. Didn't complete, see the goal by Salah. Complete dominance. No. It was it, it, that game. That I game could have been eight nothing. Oh, they eviscerated. Wow. When they play Arsenal, I don't fear them at all. I fear Watford. I, I fear the sides <laughs> at the bottom, like in the relegation zone. Especially after last show year. Up. Yeah, because those are the teams that, that, that really cost us the, yeah, the season. Oh. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, wait. You guys, you guys, what are you, what are you talking about? The question was, how do you think the Spurs are going to do? Now, I don't know why we're talking about NBA when we should be talking about football. but. <laughs> You well, know, I mean, they got Kawhi. If Kawhi they, Leonard they, they plays didn't get Irving, anything but, you know, like they're, they're last year, the Spurs are going to be fine. It's all about how Kawhi plays. I don't believe. Well, you I know, don't the Spurs are all. about Popovich. I mean, no, really, Lamarcus Aldridge is a problem. They'll get rid of him, I think, before yeah. the season. You can't starts. get rid of a guy. I mean, you got to get comparable value back, and then you have to change the way you play. 
I don't know. I don't. He might be. He might be a situation like what Detroit did with what's his face, Josh Smith, a couple of years ago, where they said, "We're paying you to go away. Uh, get out of here." I don't, I don't think they would do that with Aldridge because he's too good of a talent, but he is destroying their culture. Well, so you mentioned relegation before. There we go. Um, we've had some relegation in our American football fantasy league, the Littles League, this year. We've actually created a new league, and some people have been relegated to it. So can you guys give us some background, some info on how the new two-league system is going to be going forward this year? Patrick, you, uh, do you want to take this one first? Sure. I, I, uh, I think that it was actually on this podcast last year, that, uh, and I think it was oh, the second right. time we got together, that we had this discussion. And I can't remember how it came up, whether or not it was the discussion of you and KJ and potentially even Jason leaving um, that we discussed. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I think I had been considering it for the previous seasons because other people had wanted to get into the league, uh, creating a second league and having relegation like the EPL style. And then I think uh, that I can't remember how it came up, but I think, Robert, you were the one who kind of lit that fire and we decided to. Uh, yeah, I don't remember to, either. It just sort I, of happened. I, will, I think it was in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, I, I think you just basically offered. Oh, OK, because go ahead, Katie, sorry. I, I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Oh, this is how it came up. The three of us. We're saying we wanted to quit. And, yes. and I made the suggestion that Rob should, instead of playing a, being on a team, he should take the second leave, league over and be commissioner. And that's how it happened. That now, I don't know if that was a good decision or a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to see how it plays but out. But it was on a, uh, was on a podcast yeah, episode. Somebody can check the tape yes. if they want. So I started yes, all like this, Robert, been recorded so somewhere. I'm sorry for if it, you know, if it all goes south. Young Statman will tell us. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, how is the second league set up? Who is in the second league and who's in the, the, the real league and who's in the, you know, the kids table league this year? Well, the, the people that got relegated were at the bottom of the, the table. We don't call it the table in this country, but um, yeah, from last year. And that was Will and Jeff. Uh, John, who won his first three games, and somehow yeah, yeah, and then went on an unbelievable yeah tank. Yes, and Jamie Julian. <laughs> okay, and so and then and then you you're you're actually going to be playing a team in that league too, correct? I, yeah, I actually have my own franchise in that league, and I am the commissioner. We pulled him back. Cool. In. Yes, and who did we? Who else did we add? From the littles to that. Oh, we have a bunch of people. Um, let's see. Let's just go in order here. So Fitzpatrick, um, Steve Lipton is in the league. Anita Archuleta uh -huh. is in the league. John Miller, Luke, Sean Morrissey, uh, Doug Adams from Colorado, uh, Robert mm -hmm. Colpine from Indianapolis, Jen Babs is in the league, uh, Jeannie Byers from Baltimore, and Patrick Smith, who named the league the short bus. Nice. <laughs> That, that's a that's a murderer's row of Twitter littles. Oh right yeah. That's oh, good. this that's is going to be good pub for uh, speaking of tangents. I think. Yeah, I hope so. Because we're terrible at it, obviously, on our own. <laughs> and Patrick, who does that leave <laughs> in the the main league from last year? In the in the original, yes. So if the original league, still the the number one league, the top league, uh, that would be yes. uh, myself. The premier yes. league. Uh, no longer KJ, but she, we have luckily been replaced. She has been replaced by the Hall of Famer, so we still have somebody in the house. Yes. Um, yes. Running a team, which is awesome. That that was a, a great turn of events. Um, 
we have uh, Carol Connolly, Claire Natola, Joe Arrow, uh, Gary slash Spike Braun, um, Brendan Steenburgen, which we will get to shortly. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Todd Takai. Um, Takei. Takei, excuse me, yes. Um, and, um, well, Mr. Fuse, obviously. And then. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I was going to wait. Nope, nope, you're gone, Jason. Sorry. And. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Tracy Tran and Chad. Oh, Chad, yeah. Yep. Chad and Tracy cool. Tran. Yes. Oh, Tracy, yeah. Yep. Liz Clark said Midtown Eskimos. Okay. By the way, you need to get on your league. They need to, ch- like, change their, their team names. Well, it's, been, it's, it's, it's my fault. I've been completely absentee for basically, the, like, most of the summer. I was planning on Actually, being a little more, yeah, involved in this, but I've just, yeah, I've been completely... You have a real job? Up, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Well, actually, they don't really have to change it. I don't see why they would need to change their names. Oh, I gotta change mine. Is it already set up and ready where we can do that? Kind oh, of yeah, stuff? yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. Everything's yeah. live. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. Um, and you mentioned Gary, and I believe he's mentioned, he said when we interviewed him a couple weeks ago that... Uh, basically, it will be Spike playing pretty much solo this oh, year. Oh, I had that Spike assumption for, taking for over the last of couple team. of years. I, I was, I was <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Gary, Gary kind of checked in here and there to basically check us on attacking Spike, but I, I figured it was Spike uh, running running yes. things from you know from the get go. Yes, and Steen version. Let's talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about that. I guess. Well, I, okay. So this is something that we came up with that I'm very proud of. Now. Um, you gave the, the trophy to Joe Arrow at, uh, the jingle event and, um, we all celebrated Joe's dominance and he really was good last year. I mean, he didn't, he didn't luck into that, that championship. He earned it. Um, Mm -hmm. but something more prestigious and I'm not sure exactly how we are going to craft the trophies, but I think this is something that everybody can play for through week 16, even if like John Fitzpatrick, everything goes off the rails. And that is... Everybody in both leagues is eligible to insult Brendan, and uh, we have two categories right now. I don't know if Patrick has any others, but we have the, uh, what is it, the funniest insult and the most cruel insult to Brendan Steeburgeon. Now, I think that we should open it up to everybody in the Facebook group. I mean, hell, everybody in the world should be able to participate in this. Um, all human beings. I completely agree with this. Yes, he should be attacked from all sides at all times because otherwise he's yes he's a dangerous human being. <laughs> now, not everybody's going to have access to the boards, and they won't be able to post them. But you know, they can post them on social media. Um, yeah. They can tweet them at Speaking of Tangents. Somebody's got to keep track of it, probably. Maybe we need a hashtag. Oh, that is good. I, Maybe we need to come up with a hashtag that we can put out I there actually, before. Um, the season starts. I think that's well, the way the to creator, go, actually, because... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, KJ. Sorry. As the creator of the segment Minnesota Nice, I don't know that I can sanction the insult part of this whole... <laughs> okay, well, I... I okay. I'll take so you it, guys That's can fine. Do I don't it. have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, this is a... This is a... This is a, a Raju's Reject and Short Bus League... Leagues thing. This is not an official Speaking of Tangents <laughs> yes. affiliated Oh, okay. So, well, so use your Twitter handles, or Raju Rejects Twitter handle, at Raju Raju's Rejects. Hashtag, I, that seems fair. eat it, Brendan. Because I really hope this takes off, and I do not want to see in my Twitter feed or Speak Tangents That's Twitter a feed um, a thousand things yeah. a day about how much they hate it. Yeah. Eat it, Steam Virgin, is going to be, that's a real docile form of, uh, I mean, I'm going to classic. encourage people to startup. really go for the throat. I'm I mean, just, I, just hashtag. tear him apart. I, if you can make him cry, 
Like we'll double the the prize money. It, it's <laughs> wait a minute. What's there's prize money? Well, there is now. If uh, there's money involved, yeah. I may take away what I said about Minnesota. Yeah. Well, okay. KJ then. just changed her mind. <laughs> I actually have. This I is have, an official speaking of tangents event. I have, sli- I have slight, if not real, concerns about this, though. Given because Robert, you weren't around for the first season of of uh, Steen Virgin's. I've heard about um, it. Board posting. So I'm I'm wondering the result of this could be yes. Maybe we can just cause him to crumble and just collapse into nothingness. But. I'm wondering what his re- his response is going to be because given he's what I saw ha- without any any real provoking previously, yeah, yeah um, I, I'm a little bit worried as as what, as to what the result might be if we uh, attack him in this way. Although I'm 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 completely 100 percent for it. I just uh, just a warning for all those involved. Um, I think he's going to have to be awfully here. resilient to be able to evade or withstand all the arrows coming his way. <laughs> Good gosh. Okay, so yeah, tweet that at Raju's reject. <laughs> Steam burns. Yeah, that's hashtag. Well, if you that's pretty long. You're taking away potential insults. That's with uh, you know what? That's a good characters. point. Characters. Yeah, that's true. That's we need, yeah, we need to shorten it up. Fs. Yeah. That's gonna have been. I'm taken sure there's at something some for that. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Sports. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody with a legitimate, you know, charitable organization yeah. or some religious organization will get all these insults <laughs> in their hashtag. Yeah, we FS, don't. Want, we don't know. really want. I was gonna say we don't want to offend anybody, but we absolutely do. Um, but we don't want to offend anybody outside of our own. Yeah, group, we need so. to make it Steenberg specific. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, we'll have to figure that and out. And so, yeah, I. Is this going to be like at the end of the season, like when the M- the NBA did it last year, and like the NFL? I think they do it like after the season or like between the Super Bowl and the last play. Oh, you have games yeah, you have where they have like all a, the way to the like an awards yeah. session going. Okay, yeah, all the way so like, until uh, I would say Monday night of Week 16. Cool. So we are the four arbiters of this. Basically, we'll collect. Someone will collect the insults, right. you know, interns or somebody. And then we'll collect those and we'll go through all those and we'll have nominees and are people going to vote or are we going to just pick? Oh, we could we could definitely do a Twitter poll if you want. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Get everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, vote for yourself if you want. But I mean, we'd have basically the five in each category, whatever categories you come up sure. with, because I'm, I'm all for doing all sorts of nonsense. We with could this. do multiple. We get to the end of the season. Yeah. Get to the end of the season. And we have like the award for best insult of Brendan Steenburgen. It goes to, and then we hand it out and then the award for funniest insult. And then the award for, you know, absolutely most rhymes in the insult. It's whatever. Ooh, you know. I like that. Best haiku to insult Steenburgen goes to, I mean, Chad's going to win that, but you know, and everything will know. be announced it- at Jingle Fest. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> when we pass the trophy off. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I mean, when Joe gives the trophy back to me is what I... Mean That's not going to happen. Um, well, probably not. Seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else with the new league set up? Any, uh, I know we're going down in teams, which will be, I think, very beneficial to everyone. Um, oh, at least to my oh yeah, we did. Uh, we added a flex position. So, cool. um, and that dilutes the, the likelihood of any one week um, or any one position. Um, playing as much an outsized role. So you got another shot. And, and if you draft well, then that'll help you too. Um, and it's a, is it a, I don't, is it wide receiver, running back, tight end, like anything? I believe that's, you, you, I, you made the adjustment actually, but I think that's how it was no. set up. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 we went three wide receivers. We did, we kept, yes. We kept a flex and oh, we went really? three wide receivers. Two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, flex, kicker, defense, quarterback. So we got 10 starters now. 
and we added one round for 16. Um, yeah, that's right. Cool. So last year, and, was there just two wide receivers? Is that the difference? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the standard setup is just two wide receivers and a flex. This year, we added the, the third wide receiver. Okay. In, in both leagues, yeah. And we also eliminated, uh, we added uh, fractions, so we shouldn't have any ties. And ties suck. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And so we will have, I think you mentioned this before, but just to clarify, we will have a championship game between the two leagues. Yes. The winner from each league will play in the last game of the season. Right. This is basically AFL, NFL. Absolutely. You know, yep. NFC, AFC kind of deal. Um, there's 14 teams in our league, though, in the, the League B, the short bus league. Mm-hmm. So the talent should be diminished, which is as it should be. The, the primary league, the premier league, um, there's a reason that people get relegated. So we want to make it a little bit tougher. So there's a little bit of a discrepancy there. However, it's still possible that somebody could draft and, and work the waiver wire to have a much stronger team. That's not going to guarantee that the upper league is going to have a, an advantage. The big, the big right. issue here, though, is, and I thought about this more after we set it up, is, is that you know, often in fantasy, there's a few players that really kind of set teams apart throughout the season. And when you're having two drafts of the same player, uh, uh, you know, pool of players, we very well could end up with a, a final with uh, the two different teams with the same players playing against each other. Oh, sure. That's very true. Um, which is yeah. going to kind of be intriguing because that would never, you know, that would never happen in a normal league. So that'll be the interesting thing in the last in the last week of, of what the rosters oh, look cool. like, because you very well could have, you know, six or, or well, that's probably high, but, you know, three or four players of that are the exact same on each roster. Could be. Yeah. OK, that was thank you for saying that. I was going to ask you that because I wasn't quite understanding. So they're two completely different drafts. It's almost like they're not related in any way. Right. Other than we know each Correct. other. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That, and that's the kind of the odd thing about this. But at the same time, it'll be, you know, it'll still be fun because, uh, you know, the likelihood of it being, you know, it's not going to be the exact same roster. So you're not going to end mm-hmm. up having, you know, like an automatic tie or something. So. Oh, we did one more thing. We changed all field goals to three points because we don't want kickers scoring 19 points. Oh, yeah. Instead of the four and five for more longer distance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, really kickers can is- still have a. I mean, it's not going to have a huge effect, but you, you don't want five point. I mean, yeah. a, a field goal should not be as much of a, as a touchdown. I agree. Well, that's fine. L- you know, I'm not in the league anymore, but last year I won a few <laughs> games solely on my kicker. Matt Bryant. Yeah, we know yeah. you love Matt Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to. <laughs> even so, even to, so much to the point that Matt Bryant's wife liked one of the tweets that we sent. We're I sending back yes. about that. Him. Are you serious? <laughs> that's I so funny. Yes. Oh she retweeted one of them and she liked another one that I was tagged on because I was like, wait a minute, yeah. this I don't know this person. It was like something, something, something Bryant and I wouldn't look. Oh, my God. Matt Bryant's wife. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. Had... <laughs> so the reach of this goes because of Twitter and Facebook yeah. and stuff goes beyond Jesus. our nonsense. So you're right. The steam version thing could get oh pretty God. nuts. Okay, Matt so there's Bryant's 14 wife. teams in both leagues. So total of 28 teams. No. Okay, what is there's, it? There's 12 in the upper it's league, like 14 in the bottom league. Oh, okay. Which gives the, yeah, the upper league the, the advantage because, you, you know, the, the, Ross, the, the, the pool of players which you can pick from is, is, is better in that case because, you will you know, you'll have less teams picking. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, theoretically, we have an advantage. Yeah. Yes, there's yes. still two divisions. Yes. Yeah, there'll be two divisions in each league. Yeah. Well, two leagues of two divisions each. So, yeah. they're still split yeah. in yeah. half, yeah. So, has the short bus decided their league names, like... Fat and old and bald and orange. Oh, you're right. 
case. I ah. no. Okay, get no. on that. Good bird. call. Good point. Okay, we just have east and west right now. I didn't even realize that that was a thing. You're giving Goodell a, a run for his money on worst commissioner this year already. <laughs> well, again, I, that was my idea. You didn't name the leagues. I apologize. Oh, and speaking of not only that, but I need to whip. Uh, I need to crack the whip on on my league because we have Team Smith, Team Byers, Team Babish, Team Cox, Team Overby. What the hell is this? Well. In, in I, I, I am I'm concerned about the precipita- participation, I should say. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I saw that and I was like, okay, nobody's changed anything yet. But You know what? I'm well, going to give people until September 1st. And if they don't, we're going to go back to the list and bring other people into the league. Yeah, that's fair. How about, well, how about if they don't name it by September 1st, you get to pick, we get to name their yeah. team. Well, at well, least in everyone's defense, I like to wait until I see my roster before I name my team. Yeah, same for you. Same here. Okay, that's that, fair. That's, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. That is fair. Speaking of which, uh, when is our draft? September 6th. They were going to be staggered wow. on the 5th and 6th, but um, Sean Morrissey has another draft on the 5th at the same time. And then I thought Jen Bab said that she had to work the 5th, but she was off the 6th, but she, it works both days. So Is she going to have draft? She's going to have to. Okay. She, mm. um, she said, well, can we do it on Sunday? It's like, it's Labor Day weekend. I don't think that's going to work. I mean. People are probably barbecuing, so or they might not even be in town. We we need so. to, she needs she needs to have a fill in. Somebody KJ pick four. Uh, I'm already behind the scenes in in this household on the yeah 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 road. yeah. Oh. That's, okay. <laughs> I am I am unavailable on Wednesday, <laughs> the September September the sixth. Are you serious? Yes, oh I have a band. Well, well, you have to put it on auto draft. Oh, no. I'm not putting mine on auto draft. Jason's wife can she pick? Uh, I'll draft it from. Can, can you draft from your phone? Sure. Yeah, yes, sure. you can. I'll yeah. draft from my phone yeah. in the middle of that. That, that always goes well. How many seconds oh, yeah. that, between that's each a pick? Winning combination. I changed so the the default is ninety seconds. I changed it to two minutes for our league, just so that everybody Whoa. has enough time to two minutes. So this draft that's is going to be four hours. <laughs> it's only sixteen <laughs> rounds. Well, it's not the same number of teams as before because that that's what oh, okay. I mean. When we when we have sixteen teams last year, yeah. year before last, yeah. 16, and eighteen yeah. the I mean, year before that, eighteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. eighteen, yeah, that. Okay, so two minutes would be good for Jason on his phone because a whole minute could pass before he knows yeah, he's got to. Pick. Well, that's that's <laughs> Patrick's call. My uh, that's my league, not his. Oh, oh. I'm I'm, st- I'm staying at ninety seconds. That's what you. Yeah, get. he's. Yeah. he's and, and in fact, that's this that's is NFL NFL. Ninety's Rob, better than Rob is 60. the outlaw league. He's 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 you know what's his face um from the Raiders Al Davis Al Davis. Yeah, my dynasty uh, team is Al Davis or Donald Trump Corpse. in the USFL. <laughs> Your dynasty team is what? Al Davis is rotting corpse. Oh, that's a pleasant thought. Mm-hmm. Well, that was I named it when he was still alive, but he looked dead. That's, that's, that's true. It's like Ted Williams' floating uh, head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned the dynasty league. So obviously, you guys know Patrick and Rob. You know a lot more about fantasy football than than me, certainly. Um, you can say it. So that's most people on the street too, Jason. And me. That uh, that's true. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, yeah. Which is why you guys are our commissioner and our expert. So I guess that's kind of a compliment. I mean, you know, compared to you, that's not. But <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of your sleepers, bus? Like, let's let's get into the actual nitty gritty of the draft here for a little bit and talk about what do you guys see as where the best value for certain players and what. What are some things that you think most people, most people like me on the street, aren't thinking about as they're drafting, and maybe gives them give them some advice or hints or tips 
and this is fair game for everybody in our league to listen to ahead of time. So if you listen to our podcast, you have a leg up. If you don't, well, you can eat it anyway, but also, <laughs> you know, you're missing out. That is an excellent question, Jason. Um, Thank you, Rob. So, <laughs> uh, okay. The first thing I would say, just like I think I said last year, is, well, there's two ways to play. One, you can pick guys that you like and you enjoy rooting for, and you're not concerned about winning. That's fine. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people like to take, I mean, last year, Connolly, didn't he try to take like every Patriot? It just so happens that the Patriots are really good. Um, and if you have a bunch yeah. of them on your roster, you could win the league. He didn't. And he didn't good thing really he's not perform a Jets fan. well. But, um, or you can play to win and you can see points per game instead of players. I prefer to try to win. Um, Patrick, mm-hmm. do you have thoughts on this? Um, in terms of just overall draft strategy or specifically sleepers and busts? If How people play the game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would advise against, like you said, I don't don't just pick the players that you like. If 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 that's your your um, methodology, then chances are you're not going to do very well. Because you know uh, what? Right. I would say break ties with players you like. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. If yes. if you have players in a sim in a, in the same tier, even if they're at the bottom of a tier and there's somebody at the top, like as an example, I'm not drafting Tyreek Hill. I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to draft guys that I know punched a woman in the face. It's not me. He happens, happens to be yeah. on my bust list, but um, I'm just not interested in doing that. I don't really want Ezekiel Elliott. Does, I agree with, with all of what you just said. And Joe Mixon, you can add him to that list too. Joe Mixon, don't yeah. want him. I think Joe Mixon is probably an undervalued player. Um, I think that he is going to, since I think Jeremy Hill was named the starter, but I would say halfway down, you know, halfway through the season, Joe Mixon might be one of those guys that starts to come on. But I just, I don't want him on my team. And the problem is there are so many guys in the league that aren't great guys um, that we may not even know. Like That's, Ben Roethlisberger. Be next point, What's yeah. the deal with Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, yeah. You know, he didn't get convicted for anything, but something was wrong there. There's certainly a lot of shady stuff that happened early in his career. Yes. Yeah. So... Roethlisberger, great value pick in the ninth round, 10th round. But do I want him on my team? Philip Rivers, eight kids. You know what? Too many kids. Global warming. <laughs> I don't want him on my team. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, really good quarterback. Like probably an all-time for, for guys that don't have a, a had, have actually never even been to a Super Bowl. Has he even been to an AFC championship game? Mm, I don't think so. Was he on the team when they went to, was it New England? Probably New England. A, New England a, is in the AFC what, Championship every year, so it had to have been New England. Yeah, but I don't was think that was a championship like game. Thompson in the, in the mid-2000s? Okay. Oh, what? Yeah, it might have yeah, been I the think first the, round. I know they beat. I think it was a first yeah, or second I, rounder, yeah. I don't think they made yeah, the championship right. in, that, in, that, in that year, yeah. Anyways. So they would have won the wild card. And then don't want Philip Rivers. He's going to end up killing our oceans. Um, <laughs> at some point, you do have to pick a quarterback, though. I'm 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 a guy that says wait. And, you know, if you can get value with Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, third round maybe. I don't have a yeah. big problem with it. Um, Those are the two I think in so, our in our scoring system that yeah you could justify taking early because you know we have the the 300 yard bonus and six you know six points per TD. So right. those two can actually give you an advantage. But like beyond that, I mean maybe Breeze if you want to add him to that that group. But he's 
I'm, I kind of worry about that team. So I, I, think I worry about that team three. too. And I think that otherwise, yeah, if, if you're going to take a QB in the first five rounds, uh, you're probably making a mistake unless it's one of those guys. That's I, I agree. But you're completely. saying even one of them don't take in the first round, right? No, not in the first round. No, mm-hmm. it's amazing Second? how often Aaron Rodgers goes in the first round. It's 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 insane. Yeah, in our yeah. league last year, he was first. Yeah. He was one of the first in the first. Round. I had an auction draft with a two hundred dollar budget a couple years ago with people who had played a lot. I mean, for many many years in a row, and Aaron Rodgers went for like ninety bucks. Was, oh my it was, god, it was, it, was, it was insane. Wow. Yeah, that guy didn't yeah. win or no, won. He, no, he did not. No, he did not. That's, um, yeah, I mean, just just wait, just wait. There's too many. Just wait, yeah, just yeah. wait. I mean, there are guys down here. I mean, if you look at uh, the ADP right now, and you know, in leagues, in in home leagues, quarterbacks tend to go earlier than they do in expert leagues or even like random Yahoo leagues. Um, right. But let's just look at look at ADP. I, I would say Rodgers and Brady in the third round. I'm cool with. Other than that, like I, Mariota. You know, in the eighth, you know, at the end of the seventh, I kind of like him, but I would much rather have like Roethlisberger and Rivers. Again, they're terrible for humanity, but <laughs> both of them in the ninth, that presents good value. Um, I like Dalton in the 11th, Eli in the 11th, at the end of the 11th, um, hmm. Stafford at the end of the 10th. I mean, you can play matchups. If you draft Roethlisberger and Stafford and just play whom- whomever is at home and and... I guess that would probably be whoever, because whomever would be a direct object, isn't that right? <laughs> Play whoever this is, is a at football home. podcast, yeah. not a gr- I'm, I'm, I'm bad with whom whom. Um, I'm an English major, yeah, so I should be better than that. Um, I, I like yeah, a platoon like that. Be more gooder, Rob. Be, be more gooder. better. <laughs> be more gooder. She said, be gooder. More gooder. Okay, be more gooder. <laughs> That's what I would recommend. So, if you can get a stud in the third, I would not take them before the third. Um, and other than that, I would just wait. What do you think about Cam Newton? Because he had kind of fell off last year, but was incredible the year before that. Cam Newton was the number Um, one quarter. This is the, okay, here's how you're going to profit in fantasy football. mm -hmm. Basically go against the herd. So when everybody is overdrafting Cam Newton, there's no way in the world I would have come even close to drafting Cam Newton um, last year. His, his touchdown percentage the year before was like 7.4%, which was like way above, I mean, I think Matt Ryan was the same thing, way above what his yes. career average is. People, yes. there, there's going to be regression most of the time, unless you're a guy like Winston or Mariota and you're ascending and the offense is yeah. changing. So I think Mariota if, is, is, is exactly the person I would key in on as, as to have like a Cam Newton-like year this year where he just leaps hmm. up into given sure. the division and, and, you know, the new personnel. I think that, you know, I, as as Cam is going down, I would I would think of Mariota as going up personally. And, and Mariota mm-hmm. could have 500 yards rushing and six, seven, eight touchdowns too on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so where would you throw now, Winston in there? No, uh, he's I another would, one. He's another one of the bad people. But <laughs> but but yeah. given That's given true. that he's uh, given that his roster is so good, it's hard to, to uh, yeah you have to you have to sort that out i guess but i, I right yeah. okay so again caveat yeah. winston not a great guy um i don't like the value there i would expect somebody who has had uh his first two seasons to be a little bit lower um okay. i don't know so i i'm not taking him in the middle of the 7th round and he doesn't hold on to the ball well put it that way i mean he, yeah he just he throws too many picks and i you know even given his 
his great raw I mean great personnel that he has to work with I, I I'm you know if it was a choice between the same two players in that draft class Mariota or, or Winston given the value where they're being drafted I would take Mariota every time hmm. okay because I think it was the opposite last year Rob you were really into Winston last year I still think Winston could have a really good year but I would he want had a pretty good one last year he, for you he, he did. He did a decent year yeah I, I mentioned Newton because I think we had talked about last year how he had a great season and the team, you know, went to the Super Bowl uh, two years ago. And then just the way he acted after the game, sure. after the loss yeah. that yeah. we were like, no, nah, mm-hmm. I'm staying away mm-hmm. from him. We talked about that in this in this thing a year ago. I feel the same way this year about the Falcons players. But what do you guys think? I'm not touching Matt Ryan. He's one of my busts. Uh-uh. I don't. I, I do not like it when a team has an offense that's that good. Uh, first off, I think they're due to due for a regression anyway. And then when you lose your O coordinator, I yeah, that, that concerns yep. me. I mean, I still think they're a very good team. I think they'll they'll be you know they'll they'll perform pretty well, but not anywhere near what they put up last year. It bothers me that they're coming out now saying, "Oh no, we're we're not going to even talk about we we hadn't thought about the Super Bowl loss and all that that disaster that they had." That's a know, lie. At the beginning of the year. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I mean, for them to not even for them to try to publicly not acknowledge it and say we're getting through it, I think that's going to be a huge problem for them this year. Wait, didn't Matt? Didn't Matt Ryan? Didn't he, wasn't he in a commercial that kind of talks about twenty eight to three? No, I mean it talks about the fact that they blew their lead and hmm. it's not it's him among other athletes and they're all I can't remember what it is, but it to me it kind of really? screamed that we. That. We we acknowledge that we blew it, but we're just going to keep moving forward and win something like that. Well, here here locally, everything has been about Falcons are denying that anything that bothered them at all, and you know, acting like nothing happened and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, I mean that's okay. crazy. Like it's yeah, it's yeah, one of the worst. That's a problem. Collapses in in not just yeah. Super Bowl history, but the history of sports. I mean, it's yep. Yeah, you, yeah, you I agree. Yeah, you can't just you know act like it's it's not a big deal i mean that's gonna no matter what they say they know that that's gonna stick with them for the rest of their lives so yes that's yeah that's that's kind of silly so i'm staying away from i mean even i mean obviously if julio jones is there in the you know anytime after the first round i'm probably gonna take him but julio jones won't get past six i agree but i mean it's if i have the first pick i'm not taking him first well no i mean you got to take david johnson or Le'Veon bell first so let's get to like draft strategy. What what do you, what do you guys, Patrick and Rob, what do you guys? How are you going to approach the draft this year? I think running back is really thin. It, I, I want two running backs in the first three rounds if it falls hmm. the right way. Marshawn Lynch is is being drafted twelfth at running back. Leonard Fournette is being drafted eleventh. Todd Gurley, KJ, did you want to comment on this? Todd Gurley is being drafted 10th at running back. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, who will miss six games, is being drafted ninth. Jordan Howard, who is one of my busts, and I am not touching um, at 202. There's no chance I'm drafting Jordan Howard there. He's eighth. DeMarco Murray at six could be, at, I mean, halfway through the season, Derrick Henry could be splitting the load with him. I... I I mean, I like like six running backs. Now, that's that is that is grim sounding. I, well, I, I also like Isaiah Crowell. I think he could have a good season. But Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook are, are being drafted 14th and 15th at, at running back. It's crazy. I mean, look, there's always every year people want to try to find the rookies that are going to overperform, but they are mm. still rookies. A lot of rookies bust. Now, I don't think McCaffrey, I think McCaffrey's kind of 
bust proof because he functions as a slot receiver too. There's no chance I'm taking Dalvin Cook in in the middle of the third round. There's just no chance. Carlos Hyde, no thank you. Joe Mixon isn't even starting right now. C.J. Anderson always gets hurt. Doug Martin, actually Doug Martin at 410 isn't a terrible value, but he's going to miss three games, so you're going to have to take Jaquiz Rogers at some point. Adrian Peterson is 503. Mark Ingram is 505. And they're both having to deal with Alvin Kamara probably on third down. What sense does that make? Okay, hang on, hang on. What are these numbers? 505, 503. What do you, what is that? Mean? Oh, those are draft slots. So that's round and position in the round. So fifth round, third pick is 503. Oh. While we're talking about that, what does ADP mean? Average yes. draft position. And that, that's normally an aggregate of all of, well, just a bunch of drafts. Cool. So where's and, David and, Johnson and, in the, all of these? Is he number one? Number, first, number first. one overall, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. And Le'Veon second. I, building, building what off of, off of what Rob said, I mean, I, 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 do, I completely agree, actually, because I think running back is, is really thin. But my overall draft strategy, it kind of comes back to the same problem, is that I, so many of these running backs are being drafted early, and I tend to focus on um, making sure that I get players, if I don't get the players that I want immediately, those top three or four running backs, to focus on somebody who's on a good offense. And so, like in this particular case, I mean, like Robert said, you have Dalvin Cook and these other rookies going early, but Ty Montgomery, who actually had a pretty good performance last year, um, you know, even in a, in a, in a limited showing, but I, I'd be far more inclined to take him over, um, given what I know his role is going to be, over some of these guys that you just really don't know where, where they're, where they're going to end up. Um, and going back to that, just to the, to the bus kind of thing, LaShawn McCoy is currently being picked as, I think, the third running back off the board. Yeah. I don't think Buffalo's offense is going to be on the field nearly as much as is required <laughs> for that pick. Um, I'm staying. I thought I'm, you were going to say, I'm, I don't know if Buffalo's offense is going to be trying. <laughs> well, because it doesn't seem like they're trying. I have Who no was that quarterback that they, pick, they yeah. picked up today? I have no idea. I had never heard of this guy. It literally said in the news story that he had never played in the NFL <laughs> and he hadn't thrown a football in any kind of competitive league since 2013. And they signed him today. And I guess yeah. he's second on the depth chart because. Tyrod and the other guy that they have, the backup, are both in the concussion protocol, right? That, oh, my God. That team is going to be a mess. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And, and, and McCoy is 29 years old, and, and uh, you know, despite, I think he's still a great and talented running back, but at the same time, there, I mean, that, the where he's being drafted is crazy to me, and I'm just com- hmm. completely staying away from him. It's, it's grim. I mean, running back is grim. <laughs> yeah. uh, even on my, um, for my sleeper list, I guess you would call it, I love Thomas Rawls in the eighth round. Um, Devontae Booker isn't even being drafted. And I would not be shocked after C.J. Anderson gets hurt and Jamal Charles shows that he's got nothing left, that Devontae Booker comes back and beats out, um, oh God, who's the kid? Uh, D'Angelo, blah, blah, blah. That's it, D'Angelo Henderson. Um, I almost drafted him in the sixth round of my Dynasty League. He's from Coastal Carolina, I believe. And he's pretty solid. He's like, he's not Maurice Jones Drew, but he's like 5'7", 210. Um, and he he's scored a ton seven of weighs 210 yeah. pounds. So he's solidly built. Wow. Yes. Um, that's, I would say, if you draft him in the 14th round and you grab, where's Booker being drafted? Is he drafted at all? I don't think Booker's being drafted right now because of his wrist. Hmm. If you pair them together... I think that you've got value. I think you're going to get some starts out of them. Um, Dion Lewis in the 14th round. I like that. I like that a lot. 
that's the other thing I would say too is it, you know if you put yourself in the situation you know with 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 so many of these teams now just have these these kind of you know the, these group groups if not you know if three four five running backs that they're employing at the same time I always just try to steer again back towards the offenses that I know are going to be well at least I, sh- I shouldn't say I know but I but I think are going to be um, you know on right. the field the most throughout the season so I, I really kind of shy away from you know I mean we were we were going to talk about it anyway but the Jets I mean like. As good oh as Bilal Powell's situation is going to be, <laughs> I'm just like, I, you know, I, I basically can't draft him unless it's the last couple of rounds because, uh, yeah, that team could be historically bad. And what's the point of owning a running back, no matter how good his theoretical situation could be, uh, when he's just not going to get on the field enough? Well, OK, so here's yeah. the, the the positives for the Jets. There's It's possible that somebody that listens to Speaking of Tangents is a Jets fan. The positives for the Jets is the two rookie safeties look great. So... That's a positive development. Um, they've got some good defensive linemen. Maybe their defense isn't horrible. You're reaching here. Um, we have we have no IDP in this league, and you're talking about nothing about their defense. Their offense. Well, is be no, no, that, but that affects awful. the offense. That affects the offense. If it's a close game, the running back is going to get more carries. But even yeah, if it true. isn't a close game, their wide receivers are are Darius Stewart, Chad Hansen. Sharon Peak. <laughs> Wait a minute. That, that, de- that defense is going to be dead tired. Who and is that? Chad Hansen is on my taxi squad, game. Jason. Don't laugh at him. Um, <laughs> he played at Cal last year. Uh, it sounds like he was an extra on One Tree Hill in the <laughs> early 2000s. <laughs> and introducing Chad Hansen um, as Bailey. Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Anyways. I'm sorry. If, if there are any Jets fans that listen to this, I'm the sorry. The point is that their wide receivers are raw. Um, they have almost no starts, uh, in that crew and it could be a bad season. You know, Robbie Anderson might not be a bad late round draft pick, but they still have the, the human turnover machine playing quarterback. I think they're going to win two games. I think I'm not kidding. (laughs) I think they're going to be a two and 14 team. Okay. So so, I don't know that. I don't know if they're going to win two games. I don't. Whoa. So who's going to be worse? Jets or the bills? I would say jets. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean the, the bills will the bills will get away with. Yeah, they still have way more talent, and then yeah, the jets the jets look. Yeah, they really do. I, I I'm 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 almost. It's, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, the bills are actively trying not to win, <laughs> and the jets are still going to be worse. Right, is what it sounds yes, like. That's hundred percent. Now, true. let's stay in that division and go talk about our friend down in Miami. Mm. Did oh, anybody see? Did you see? <laughs> did you see <laughs> when he was introduced like yes. the body language the facial expressions like i mean just said yeah Ugh. i'm here for the 10 million dollars i mean he, he <sighs> look you don't yeah, have to yeah. love playing football to earn a check i mean he's got a good arm he can the offense can stay quote unquote on schedule like they like to say he can move the chains. He probably can make sure that Jayajai has um, the same value, maybe more than Tannehill. I'm not a Tannehill fan. Jay Cutler will throw the ball downfield. Uh, this could be good for Devontae Parker. I think it is. I think it actually is an uptick for Devontae Parker. Yeah, that might be the lone. Hmm. Yeah, because I think he, I mean, he just keys in on a, you know, a big receiver like that. Right. He's going to throw him the ball all day. I think Wait a he minute. will. Is smoking Jay the starter, not Tannehill? What happened to Tannehill? Oh, yeah. Tannehill's out for the season. 
Oh, from it, last year? Blew out his, blew out his, no, he blew out his knee in the, what was it, the first week? Or was it even, was it just practice? I can't remember. I think it was I, training. I thought it was yeah. practice. Yeah. Okay, so how long practice. has Smoke and Jay been on, been a Dolphin? When did this, when did this happen? I missed this. A month, this. maybe? Two or three weeks, I guess? A few weeks. He just yeah. strolled up out of, you know, out of. Because all I remember <laughs> is the butt shot Out of on a haze Instagram. of smoke. Oh, God, the butt shot. <laughs> it looks like, it looked like they woke him up and said, Hey Jay, you're the quarterback now for the Dolphins, and he was like, "What?" And he walked out to the press conference. Oh yeah, sleep for about twelve. Oh hours. yeah, it was. But he always ridiculous. looks like that. <laughs> Apparently, he just came out today and said he had done he had done no prep whatsoever for his TV gig. So I guess it, like he was, yeah, he was just, yeah, yeah, okay. He was approaching that with the exact same method. So that he did being this a is more a life yeah. philosophy than his apathy yeah. at the quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah, say that. So. Did you also see during that? You hear that during that press conference, he said, "Well, it's good that uh, you know I'm not really in good cardiovascular shape, but quarterbacks don't have to run much, so I should be okay." Oh my, God, that is, no, I didn't my, hear that. My favorite, yes, yes my favorite he said Jay that. Cutler story is is I, I, I and this was on like the Dan Patrick show or some other you know sports talk show a few years ago, but apparently somebody came up to Jay Cutler in a restaurant, you know, when he was playing for the bears. And, uh, it was just such a Jay Cutler thing. Like a guy said, you know, Hey, you know, I went to Vanderbilt. I really, you know, he like praised him on his play when he was at Vanderbilt and Jay Cutler apparently had just like raised his head up to the ceiling and said, don't care. <laughs> and just like, wow. Away. wow. That's like a and McConaughey. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, much, that just, yeah. that, wow. that kind of defined Jay Cutler. Oh that's God. awesome. He is he is literally the dazed and confused of quarterbacks that you mentioned McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I I don't understand it. I I feel like they should have signed someone else other than him. I I guess no. because the head coach was I, the oh, his offensive coordinator at some Gase. point and yeah, that would have did well in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. He was the best they could do. It's unfortunately it's sad but true. I, any quarterback could that could play would be signed except for Kaepernick in in early August yeah. because some of the quarterbacks that are in camps. I mean, my God, have you seen Landry Jones play? Yeah, is has there ever in the history of the league been as large of a discrepancy between one quarterback in a division and the the quarterback on the other three teams? On all, I mean, all the quarterbacks on the other three teams in the division. Oh, then Brady you go from and the Patriots to the Jets, the Bills. And the Dolphins this That's year. That's true. It could be this year. Yeah, this is this is pretty bad. I mean, I'm trying that to run through my That is a fall head. off a cliff mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No, no. Um, I think I saw Mike Freeman comparing, like saying he thinks that these Jets, the trio of quarterbacks that they have might be the worst three in the history of the NFL, possibly. Um, No, I wouldn't say that. A, a few years ago, a couple years ago, Russell Wilson was starting in Seattle and... God, who was it? There was remember the playoff game between the Cardinals. Wasn't it the Cardinals and somebody else in the division? No, it was the Cardinals and Carolina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When uh, when Cardinals had like three quarterbacks get hurt, and the and Rams like quarterback sucked back guy. then, and yeah, um, the Forty ers I don't think at that point. I think they had moved on from Kaepernick and they had somebody else. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But that was, I mean, that was injury related. I mean, this is a, this is a team going into a season. Well, these guys as their choice at quarterback. We want to go with Josh McCown. Yeah. Um, okay. So running back, um, sleepers, Mm -hmm. good values, Patrick, what do you got? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm staying completely away from McCoy. I mean, I know that's, that's, you know, the only reason I bring that one up is just because he's being drafted so high. And I, I really do think that, that that 
team is just going to be terrible. So I don't think that he's going to live up to the value. Um, Alvin Kamara, I think you mentioned earlier. I'm kind of I love Alvin Kamara. By, he's on my taxi yeah, squad. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by him because I think Peterson's probably not going to last more than first four or five games. Ingram's old too. So I think that he all of a sudden could be interesting and I think he's going to play anyway. Um, yep due to his pass catching ability. So that's one of the ones that I think um, I'm intrigued by. And then obviously now with the wear injury, Kareem Hunt, um, I don't really know that much about him, but I've, you know, given that he's just going to have that job behind what should be a very good offense, um, he immediately just kind of jumps to mind. I'm not sure where he's being drafted at this point. I'm sure it's going to shoot up after the injury, but I'm going to guess he's going to end up going in the fourth round. Um, Okay. Maybe like sometime after CJ Anderson, actually he might just, replace Spencer Ware. Well, Spencer Ware, Ware right, yeah, because those two are back-to-back, right? Yeah, I Right, think, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he was being drafted in the late fourth. Um, I, I mean, am interested in Amir Abdullah. I think he could overperform his draft slot, um, but he has problems with injuries. I mean, the problem with a lot of these running backs that are intriguing is the reason you can get them at value is because they're injury-prone, or just the position, you know, it takes a lot of shots. And if you've got like sort of a, a six foot two ten guy who's kind of thin with small legs and he runs upright and all of a sudden he's just going to be injured all the time. So um, yeah. what are you advocating as far as grabbing running backs? Because it sounds like you don't love very many of them at all. No, I would actually say that. Yeah. Well, I, again, I would just try to, uh, to really focus on players that, you know, are either going to have the opportunity. Like I actually think that for net, I, you know, I don't really like his, his draft position, but I, I think he's just going to get so much volume that he might end up being worth it. Um, I think so too. And then, you know, I, I, I'm not a Jordan Howard fan. I, I, I just, I, although I did watch the, the preseason game the other day and I, he actually looked pretty good, but I think he's going too high. Um, Ajayi concerns me. I, I mean, he looked really good last year when he was playing well and he actually helped my team quite a bit, but that knee situation concerns me. And then um, DeMarco Murray is another one that I'm just worried about the age and kind of beating. Um, so I actually think mm-hmm. that if you're going to get Murray, then you definitely want to get Derrick Henry as well, because I think that those two uh, almost, you know, I'm not, I'm not always huge on the handcuffs, but those two are like a, an example that absolutely need to be tied together. And Derrick Henry's going in the sixth now. So you are sacrificing the possibility of drafting a starter to grab two running backs from oh, one offense. Is he going that's, that high now? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a problem. I, yeah, that, that's concerning. Wow. He was in the seventh and eighth, way early in the the summer and yeah he's ticking up and up and up and i'm worried about your uh, uh, abdullah pick i i just i i I don't know why and i I really don't have anything to 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 back this but i'm i'm concerned about detroit's offense and and given the way that you know all the hype that he's had he almost reminds me of it's not nearly the same level but Kristen michael where it's just like a guy you keep expecting to kind of do something and then just doesn't show up or gets hurt or or something um i would like i i you know, I still remember that Abdullah run from the preseason. What was it three years ago? But I just don't know that it's actually ever going to show up, unfortunately. Um, receiver. What are you looking at at receiver? Well, like you said, I it's so I mean, there's just so many options. I mean, you can get a receiver like I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody or okay, Kelvin Benjamin, for example, like who two seasons ago was a dominant receiver. He got hurt and then now he's back and I think he's being drafted fourth round somewhere in there yeah late fourth round yeah and like Allen robinson's the same kind of thing i mean who knows he could end up being as terrible as he was last year or if that offense somehow gets their act together um he could be great but again i always go back to an offense that 
that I try to pick players that I know are going to be hopefully on the field for more snaps than other offenses. So um, I am intrigued by Devontae Adams, even though I know that he had a big year last year and people are going to be looking at him. But I think that, uh, you know, if, if, if Jordy slows down at all, that'll still be a good pick. Um, trying to think of some other ones. Um, Crabtree. I don't know. I mean, he's being drafted, I guess, right where you would want him. But I, I actually think Amari Cooper's gonna gonna jump up a little bit this year. So maybe they'll actually finally try to get him the ball in the end zone because uh, that's been kind of the frustrating thing with him. He's been he's shown flashes of it, but they just don't throw him um, throw him the ball. It's when weird. It counts. Julio Jones is the same thing. It's like you get down yeah. there. Why wouldn't you throw yeah. it? But maybe yeah. it's yeah. just defenses are more focused on him. I don't know. Yeah, and and the last one I, I would say is is Dez. I I I just. Shy, I just stay away from Des Bryant. I don't know why. I love he, Des Bryant in the middle of the second. Do you love okay. it? I'm, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, love I'm, it. I'm staying completely away. I, I think I, I don't know. Whatever, whenever I've had any faith in him, he just always ends up getting hurt. And, and uh, yes, he's cost me in the past, so I'm steering clear. I traded for him in the off season in my dynasty league. Love Des Bryant. All in on Des Bryant. I hate Doug Baldwin at two twelve. Doug Baldwin has to hit his ceiling to return value at two twelve. I think Paul Richardson's going to play a bigger part in the offense. Um, Tyra Lockett, if he's healthy, I think Jimmy Grant's going to have a bigger year. It's a run-heavy offense. I think C.J. Proceis mm-hmm. is probably going to catch a lot of passes when he's on the field. I'm, I'm not taking Doug Baldwin. There's no I, chance I, I'm anywhere will, close to Doug Baldwin. Uh, I, I, I will never draft Doug Baldwin again <laughs> after last year. He killed me last I year. I completely agree with that as well, actually. I think, yeah, I think his draft position is just crazy. So I, I, would, I would stay away. The one I'm looking at the ADP right now, and the one that I am intrigued by is is Brandon Cooks, because I, I don't know what to make of the Edelman injury. I mean, they're, they're two very different yeah. receivers. Um, but I think that, you know, obviously all of those targets have to go somewhere. Some of them are going to go to Hogan. Yeah, Some are he's going to throw it to somebody. I think it's going to be Amendola in the slap. But the problem is he's so prone to getting hurt that I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. I, I, Cook, I think, Cooks, I think I would, I would actually be interested in now is you know what worries me is that they've brought in a couple of these receivers in the past that have um you know big name guys and and they haven't always turned out all that well um but you know they just don't have that same rapport with brady but this is one of the reasons i love Dion lewis um and i would also look at chris hogan late if if unless he shoots up draft boards if you can get him in a double digit round i would definitely look to get i saw today that he had the 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 greatest increase of any player in the last two weeks yeah he's going to shoot up and i i think that he's not going to return value um in the same way i love demarius thomas at 311 i wouldn't call that a sleeper but um i think that he's still going to be the number one there don't like Tyree Kill at 403. Too many fluky touchdowns. Had no production in college. I know he can run like the wind. Um, this isn't just that he, you know, might be a bad guy. Just not interested in him. I, I just don't. I mean, he's a 5'11", 180-pound guy. You I, know, he's, he's not a, a, I mean, he's not great because he runs great routes. I just don't know that, that he, they can replicate that. And if you look at Alshon Jeffrey right behind him, like only dra- a couple of positions later, Alshon Jeffrey cannot stay on the field. He's had hamstring problems since he got into the league. I like I there's that's another player I'm not even going to touch. Yeah, I'm not interested in him. I would much rather have Martavis Bryant at 406. Um, and he's always, uh, you know, he's one blunt away from being out of the league. Well, <laughs> when and when is the final word on his? I mean, they had this because they still actually haven't gotten rid of the suspension. Technically, right? they haven't, but I think he's the, the the fact that he's practicing means that if he doesn't 
do anything stupid. He's on the team. Um, okay. I yeah. love Devontae Parker at 6'11". I'm, 6'11", for, I mean, I might take him in the fifth round. Love Devontae Parker there. That's, that's theft. Um, I think Eric Decker could have a good season. I love Pierre Garçon. If you look at um, Kyle Shanahan's offenses, like he just plies the X receiver with targets. We talked about this last year with Julio. Pierre Garçon is their X. There's, I know that they're going to suck. I get it. But somebody's got to catch passes there. And if you've looked at their wide receiver group, it looks like the Jets, except with Pierre Garçon on the team. So is, is Pete Waiter still on the Redskins? Okay, I, I just... Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, KJ. Thank oh, you so crickets. much. You didn't have to do that for me. But I know, you, I know we're at the hour mark. Don't worry, we're going we're gonna to cinch this up. I like Corey Davis at the end of the ninth. I like John Brown in the 10th. Did you see John Brown had two touchdowns? I did, yeah. If he's over his sickle cell problems and he's healthy, that is a ridiculous draft position. Um, Corey Coleman, I like in the 10th. This is what, there's a lot of guys down here. Mike Wallace, he had 1,000 yards last year. Does anybody realize that? I, there's no reason no. he couldn't do it again. If, if Perriman doesn't uh, step up and do something, they have to throw the ball to somebody. And all their tight ends are, are hurt. Dixon is out. So they're going to run the ball with Terrence West. They're going to throw passes to Danny Woodhead. And what else do they have? Maybe Max Williams steps up. Um, I don't love Jeremy Macklin. I think Cooper Cup in, for the Rams, he could be... Uh, I don't normally say draft wide receivers uh, when they're rookies, but in the 12th round, I think he could lead them in receiving. Uh, I think that could return good value. I'd take Josh Doxson wait, wait, in the wait, 13th wait, wait, wait. round. Isn't, it, is he on the Rams? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't Sammy Watkins play for that team? He now? does. You think he's going to be better than Sammy or get more targets and stuff? No, but you you don't have to take him until the 12th round. Sammy Watkins is going oh. in the, what, fourth round, third round? Yeah, it's all relative. Oh, I thought you oh, said, no, he's going I thought in the you said that guy was going to lead them in receiving. Oh, no, no. I think he could lead the team in receiving, but mostly that's because Watson's, Watkins is going to play nine games. Yeah, um, he gets, yeah, he gets hurt every year, roughly. I would, that's, that's a good point. I would take, now that Cameron Meredith is out, I'd look at Kevin White in the 14th round. In fact, I would think he would move up. Marcus Wheaton, maybe, if you're looking for somebody on the waiver wire uh, as your third receiver or a flex later in the season, um, he could return mm-hmm. value. And um, there's a lot of guys down there, which is why I'm going to try to get two running backs in the first three rounds if I can find two that I like. Patrick, where would you draft Ezekiel Elliott? I don't know. I've been try- I've been going back and forth on this. I mean, first off, it really would be nice to know how many games he's going to miss. Let's just and say then, six. Let's say it's six. Uh, if he was, if he was, if he's going to miss all all the games, if he's going to miss all six, then I don't think I could draft him any earlier than the the third round, and then I would have to have um, McFadden with him. But I I I don't know. I'm 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 concerned about that whole situation. I I. I I don't know why, and maybe it just goes back to the despicable people side of things. But uh, I, you know, I don't. I, I yeah. think I'm just kind of kind of steer clear, unless all of a sudden he fell to me in a really, really good position. And you know, this is the other reason that I kind of always like auction drafts more than than snake drafts sure. because, like, if he's not gonna, uh, you know, get to that point, then I'm really not even gonna consider it. I don't think it would have yeah, to in be an auction. A long way. I would just I would throw him out there first with my first thing and just burn that money off, and I won't have to worry about him. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, what do you think is the chance? that Dak Prescott's year last year is an outlier uh, and he comes down to earth a little bit this year and that team, that offense is not as good even when Elliott comes back. I think that there's a good chance that he will regress some. And he may play better, but statistically it may, may not show up. 
Right. I think that's going to hurt. You were talking about Dez before, and then even when Elliott comes back, I don't think they're going to be as good offensively overall as they were last I, year. I agree. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think they're they're due for a little regression. And then also, you know, that, that line has to play as well as it has the last couple of seasons. I mean, maybe they will, but, you know, I, I, yeah, I think there's going to be a little bit of backup here. And, I, and there's just that, that, I don't know, it's just something about the vibe of that team. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take a, I don't, I don't want to say a significant step back. I, th- I think they will be nine plus win team, but I, they're not going to be what they were last year. Patrick yeah. tight end. What do you like? What's the value uh, sleepers? Who are you not going to touch? Uh, I'm not going to touch Gronkowski ever. And I'm a Patriots fan, but I mean, I, you know, his, <laughs> like he, the guy just goes down. I mean, I, I, he's, he's, an unbelievable player, but I don't want any part of where he's being drafted. I have to Um, agree with that. And I think that, you know, overall, if you're looking for like a, some kind of sleeper, I would say maybe Austin Hooper, although we talked about the, the trouble. Love Austin Hooper. Love Austin Hooper as a sleeper. I think that might be the big one for me of, of somebody who might, who might jump out Cameron Brait. I mean, everybody kind of knows that he had a pretty good year last year, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if he kind of repeats that performance. And then, um, Braid is also on my list. The other ones that might be, I'm trying to think of, well, Kelsey, again, I might stay away from Kelsey too. If I was going on the high side of things, if I was, uh, you know, those, those early tight ends, if you're looking for somebody, I actually kind of like Delaney Walker because I think that Mariota and he are going to hook up a little bit more this year. And that might be the one to kind of jumps up from an already good player to, to the next guy who could be, you know, kind of jump out a little bit. I like Zach Ertz in the ninth round. Um, Yes. I do too. I don't. I know. We we know. We're running late. We got to get all the positions in here though. And Jack Doyle is going in the eleventh. Now I don't love Jack Doyle, but Jack Doyle in the eleventh. That's. Pr- I mean, Andrew Luck is going to find his his tight end. I would keep an eye on Eric. Swope. But you don't know when he's going to play. I mean, at this point, you really don't. I I, I yeah, I'm take- really concerned that Luck's going to going to be out for a little while. But you're taking Doyle in How the eleventh round. That's the thing. If you are going to punt on tight ends. And none of these guys falls to you where you'd be comfortable taking them. Jack Doyle is like the last draftable tight end. I don't have a problem with that. And then I would I, I, pair him with Swope. Um, if Swope starts to get on the field, like if he's getting 20, 25 snaps early in the season, I might stash him. And then I, you, I, I kind of agree with that. It's, it's just the nice thing for us now is that we're not playing an 18 team league or a 16 team league. And, you know, I think the options are a little bit better where you don't have to get to that stage of things at this point. I think that there's so many different options, um, especially with some of these young rookie tight ends that you give, you can, you know, you can spend a pick on somebody that you really want. Well, keep in mind that a lot of our listeners are in the second league, which is 14 teams. Even then, though, I don't know that I would have Doyle in my top 14. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on him. I just uh, going. This goes back to the the thing with with the offense. I'm concerned as long as that offense is functioning, especially without luck. I don't have any faith that they're going to produce in a way that's going to give him value. So you don't think he's going to play? Luck? Yeah. Um. At all? Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying for the full season, but I until I just you get some kind of uh, an idea when he's actually going to get back mm. on the. I mean, he's not even practicing. So if he's not throwing yet, they and said... we're in the you know heading into the fourth week, that's that's a problem. Uh, have they said anything about like when they expect him to come back or are they just kind of leave? I was assured by Robert Colpine, who may or may not listen to this podcast, that he was going <laughs> to be there week one. And that doesn't sound right. No. He claimed no. inside information. 
I believe he's it, the last thing that the, <laughs> that the coach of the team said, and this is not to go against Robert, but that there is no timeline. I, I, that's that's the last thing. That I believe I he also said that's Andrew bad. Luck has two arms. <laughs> <laughs> no timeline means they don't know. Yeah. Take a kicker so, in the last round and stream them. Don't fall in love with the kicker. I don't care how good looking he is. And if you want to. Maybe reach for a defense in the 14th round instead of the 15th round so you can get one of the first ones drafted. But for God's sake, don't do like last year and draft Seattle in the ninth round. <laughs> Defenses score like eight points a week. You're just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's pointless. If you want to draft a really good defense because you think that they're going to be like an all-time dominant unit and, and you know, keep people under 250 yards a game and 13 points, like 14th yeah, round. Bears. 14th round, yeah. okay? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Shad, we're talking. He's talking to you. That's Shad <laughs> that we're talking to. Um, do we want to go over this Greenberg debacle, or do we just want to get the hell out of here? Um, let's let's wrap it up with that. I, I did want to ask you guys one question though. Uh, you had a bet last year, which kind of I don't even know what happened with that. Um, what, what was the resolution this of that year? Bet I get to choose five Jordy players Nelson. in the first round, and then Patrick of those five players gets to pick the guy he likes best. Or worse for me, and that's my pick. So when I'm on okay. the clock in our draft, I'll probably be on the phone with Patrick, and, and then I'm going to force him to take the pick that I yes that I that I think is the worst of those five. Yes, that's a good good choice. And, that's, I, I like that. And if I have the first pick, that's going to be awful, or even the second pick because <laughs> like David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell is just going to fall in somebody's lap. Yes, which I'm going to yeah thoroughly enjoy and then celebrate for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> So is there going to be a new bet this year? Uh, yes, there has to be a new bet, but I don't, I don't think we've gotten to what it's going to be yet. I think we're going to have to have those discussions. That'll be after the draft, because that's, that's when yeah. we made the, the, the bet last year. Yes, the Mar- yeah, the okay, Marshall-Nelson bet last year is what led to this year. So yeah. we'll, we'll see that on Twitter after the draft. That's, oh my God, I can't believe this. Excellent. Uh, uh, Neil Greenberg, <laughs> what is he doing? Win early by making okay. these six, six drafts. Julio Jones, he thinks Julio Jones is going to improve when he's not going to get 200 targets. He's going 106. Where are you supposed to take him? 104? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand this. Paul Perkins, that's not a bad option. Cam Newton, that's not terrible. Who else is on this list? Jay Cutler. I mean, look, he's going in the 14th round. Does it matter? The Pittsburgh Steelers well, defense. Okay, so these are actually, besides Julio Jones, those aren't bad options. But did you see where he said Ezekiel Elliott should be drafted? The 10th round. That, he ain't the gonna last 10th that long. round? He's not getting out of the third. What the hell is I he agree. talking about? Where does he get well, these I analytics? Think my, main pro- <laughs> my main problem with it is that he called it like the perfect draft the perfect or something draft. like that. Isn't that the per- well, the perfect yeah, draft. it would be perfect if you can get Zeke in the 10th. Yeah. He doesn't even. It'd be the miracle draft. I just, I don't even understand this. Greg Olson in the second? <laughs> Greg Ol- Frank Gore with the first pick of the third, like ahead of Amari Cooper. Frank Gore, Frank Gore. You said running backs were grim. He's thirty-four I mean- years old. He wasn't good the last two seasons. Why is he going to get better no. at thirty-four? Does he still play for the Colts? He would say he Frank Gore over AJ Green, Christian. I would take Frank Gore about twenty-eight to thirty at running back this year. Hmm. It's insane. I would take wow. Derrick Henry ahead of him, and he's technically a backup. Amari Cooper, Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Green. I mean, are you kidding me? Mike Gillisley in the third round. 
Are you serious? It's a five-headed... I don't even know who that is. He's a running back for the, the Patriots. It's a five-headed backfield. He has Willie minute. Sneed in the fourth round. Willie Sneed! Ahead of Travis Kelsey, like Tom Brady, Ty Montgomery, Willie Sneed. Really? Melvin Gordon in the fourth. Keenan Allen in the fourth. My, Des Bryant in the fifth. Are you crazy? Does he... Where does he have Adrian Foster? Does he Foster? even watch football? Has he ever studied numbers? What what is he talking about? <laughs> Doug Martin in the ninth. He's missing three games. He's not missing thirteen. <laughs> it's it, Kobe yeah. Fleener. Kobe Fleener in the sixth <laughs> round. Kobe Fleener can't catch. I don't care who's throwing him the ball. This is just. I mean, th- this is the worst. There there are five year olds who have never watched a football game that could probably do a better job <laughs> oh, no, come looking on, come at on. AD, that average draft position. He's trying to do something with this. He's looking at overall <laughs> draft position, and I, you can see what he's doing. He's using X value. And the problem, that th- there's a number in his round by round. There's a number next to each player after their position, and that's called X value. And that's the value over the worst starter that's going to be drafted, <laughs> which is a common metric if, of, of how you look at it, but two things that he doesn't understand. One, you after about the sixth round, after about a hundred players are off the board, you throw X value out the uh, out the window. Two, th- the game is points per game. You don't use the X value over the course of the season because you're not starting nobody when Zeke is is suspended. You don't have just a zero at running back. So if you pair him with anybody, Jaquiz Rogers for the first three weeks, or Terrence West, or somebody that you could get in the 16th round that's at least going to get you five points. It's like he's never even heard of fantasy football, and all of a sudden he's putting out the, (laughs) like, this is the best perfect, are you kidding me? Look, I think he's a good guy, and I think he knows that he screwed up. I'm trying not to use profanity on this podcast, because it's a family podcast. But like, like this is atrocious. This it's embarrassing. I felt really embarrassed, and I tweeted at him and said, "Look, dude, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Like, you, I don't want to like embarrass you. But, I'm sure that went over. But well. you need to. Well, no, I didn't say it like that. But I said, I don't mean this to sound snarky. But like, this is not anywhere close. If you go and and study what other fantasy experts are advocating, you're nowhere in the ballpark. Your analytics are off. The way you're going about calibrating value." is is way out in left field like you you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what you did wrong because it, it's yeah if that's what his equations are giving him he needs to adjust it's the equations. horrible horrible i mean really I really 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 bad <laughs> i agree not, not not to the like passionate extent that you do but i i agree now with you. here here's and he has tyree tyree kill in the 14th round i hate tyree <laughs> kill this year there's no way i would let him get past the seventh um <laughs> So there's one thing that you do need to keep in mind, though, about this. And that is, again, if you pick the right players, it doesn't really matter what round you take them in. So last year, I <laughs> love Jay Ajay. And I think I got him in our league in the seventh round. Maybe. Does that sound right? Um, and I loved him. It was later, yeah. It was, it was, it was towards but the I was going to say, I think it was actually later than that, yeah. I don't think yeah. so. I thought it was, it was six, like nine. No, it was a 16-team league. I don't think it was that late. I advocate, everybody else that I helped draft, I helped Luke draft, I helped Sean Morrissey draft, I think I helped Anita, no, Anita bailed on me. Um, other people at, at work, um, Jen, I just take a Jai, take a Jai, grab a Jai. Spencer Ware, same thing, grab Spencer Ware. Basically, you were able to get him in the eighth round. Where and Ajay, I think, and, and Isaiah Crowell had them almost everywhere. 
Um, I don't have my list in front of me, so I'm not going to give you those things, and I'll be able to steal them in our draft. But I think I was pretty thorough. <laughs> yes, I think that was okay. good. That was, that was a spectacular rant. That was that was yeah. Yes. That that actually made my evening. Thank you, Robert. It's awful. It. I mean, really, it was truly awful. He's taking Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor ahead of Mark Ingram, C.J. Anderson. I mean, are you out of your mind? That's crazy. I just. I don't the nice understand thing is, I, how I, I knew nothing together. about this uh, like forty-five minutes ago. Now I can go into it with read the entire thing with the appropriate level of immediate disgust. It's it's oh unbelievably bad. It's just yeah. It's yeah. So anyways, it really is like he didn't he doesn't understand fantasy it, football at all. at all and just applied some sort of uh, you know calculations to it and didn't. It's it's the people who look at only the analytics and don't ever like watch the games mm-hmm. or know anything about the players other than their numbers. Like if you gave just somebody a big list of right. stats and said, look at this, that's what it seems it, it, like. On, honestly, it almost looks like, okay, um, puck possession is important. Who here is going to have the puck? That, that, I think it's just, oh. <laughs> look, the guy, the guy made a mistake and I'm okay. sure that. To change a hang up, I was sure she If you'd like yeah. to make a call, please <laughs> hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. We hope you've enjoyed this special episode of the Speaking of Tangents podcast. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at speakingoftangents.com. Or I think we also have something called Snapchat and Facebook. Good luck finding those. Special thanks to our guests today. Mr. Patrick Moffat, the commissioner. You can find him on Twitter at Moffat Patrick. That's M-O-F-F-E-T-T-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. And our deep dive fantasy football expert who doesn't want to be called an expert but actually is, Robert Bird. You can reach him on Twitter at R3T2. That's spelled R3... Well, I guess I don't really need to spell that one because I didn't spell it out. Anyway, you can keep up with the TK Little's Fantasy Football League this year on Twitter at Raju's Rejects. That's R-A-J-U-S-R-E-J-E-C-T-S. Thanks once again to Patrick and Rob for taking their time to join us today. And thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this fantasy football preview for the 2017 football season. Or at least you've laughed at some of our stupidity. We'll be back next week with more of our regularly scheduled tangential nonsense. It'll probably be about food, honestly. I love snow peas, and I love you.